Hello and welcome to In The Clock End, an awesome podcast with me, Steve. And joining me on this good Friday, I've got Calvin with me. How are you, mate? Yeah, top notch, mate. It's a long weekend, so we can have hardly any complaints for a change uh, on a good Friday. So yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Got my uh, my old J room here, lemonade. Yeah, it's only ten. It's only, it's only ten past eleven, but it's bank holiday. Bar it's opens holiday. when you say so. <laughs> That's it. You can't go to the pub, so bring the pub home. Um, on today's podcast, we're doing something a little bit different. We're doing a Liverpool preview. So I thought, uh, why not actually bring on a real life Liverpool fan? So I'm delighted to welcome a friend of mine and a Liverpool fan, actually from Liverpool as well. Uh, they're a rare breed these days. Welcome to the podcast, Jack. Hello, thanks for having me. Oh, it started. It's hey, time. Cal- calm down, calm down. How are you, mate? Didn't take long. I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How are you, boys? Not too shabby, mate. Not too bad. Are you working this weekend or are you off as well? I'm not. No, I've got um, I've got the weekend off, but um, we're, what I do, there's a lot of um, deadlines to be met. So we've been asked if we can do overtime over the weekend and stuff. So I'm not technically have to work, but I probably will just to get the overtime in. Really? Nice. I mean, you're not missing much, mate. I mean, what, no, what's, the, what's there really to do other than go to Asda and go for a long walk? What did you, you do for your weekend? <laughs> for a big walk. No, yeah. you're missing the, the other key ingredient for this long walk is what goes in your hand to go with the walk? Coffee or a hot chocolate, right? I mean, that's all I've been doing this entire year. Uh, go so for far. a long walk and have a coffee. You know, it's crazy. In the first lockdown, you couldn't even get coffee. So you just had to go for your long walk without a coffee. Exactly. Mind boggles, mind boggles. So... On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about tomorrow's game. Um, but before we get into the tomorrow's game, I wanted to sort of t- touch upon Liverpool and Arsenal season. Um, I thought it'd be a really good opportunity to sort of have a look at that and dive into that. Um, it's, it's fair to say Liverpool, as defending champions, it's not been um, a memorable season. Um, I feel like up until Christmas, you guys was, were pretty much in the running. I felt like at the start of the season, you were going to win the league. I remember when you smashed Crystal Palace. Um, but since Christmas, you've really, really fallen away. As football fans, we all sort of talk about, we all have our own theories, whether it's injuries, whether they're just sort of burnt out or maybe, you know, they've lost that fear factor. Um, from a Liverpool perspective, what, what do you think has sort of gone wrong this season? Um, it's, it's, it's a tough one to, like, put it all into one reason. But, um, I mean, we've heard about it all season, the, the, the loss of the three defenders, I mean you guys as non-Liverpool fans must be sick of hearing about it because we as Liverpool fans are sick of hearing about it because, I mean, it's happened now. It happened so early into the season, like with the Van Dijk one. And then I think a week later, Gomez went. And then um, Matip was in and out for a bit. And then now he's been confirmed as out for the season. Um, We've just sort of, we've heard it every week and we're a bit sick of it now. I think. Um, I mean, I am. Um, And then by losing those three defenders, we've had to put midfielders. So Henderson and Fabinho, they've gone have to gone into defence. And then they're they're two of what they do as being like a centre defensive midfielder doing all the dirty work. They are very good at what they do. By losing that, we've lost sort of our engine room. And then We've had to play Thiago there. He doesn't do that sort of work. He's more of like plays a bit more forward, further forward. Sorry, um, 
So he he's not really been able to get like a good run of games and do what he can do best. Um, and it's it's just all gone wrong from there, really. Um, play play midfielders in defence and then um, losing our whole creativity. And then the whole and then the front three, all three of them have been out of form at the same time. Um, Jota come in. Jota seemed to. Um, I don't think we signed him just to sort of start. But he came in and sort of gave the front three a bit of a kick up the backside, and get them thought, oh, maybe maybe our position is under threat. I need to keep keeping those high levels. Um, he came in; he was brilliant. I mean, I think he scored on his debut, and that was against you at the beginning of the season. Kept scoring, and then obviously he got injured as well. So we've had to sort of play the same front three, and the whole team just looks knackered. In all fairness, and it's gone from. A slog. It's just a slog now. Getting to the end of the season. I mean, thank God we won that game against Leipzig because we seem to have something to play for still. But but I'll be much happier when the season's over. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> just to get it's just to get the players like a, a bit of a break. Really, I mean, we've had three three weeks now, so maybe that might have helped them a bit. But yeah, yeah real slog. Yeah, there's lots of lots of things going wrong for for Liverpool this season. I think, you know, as tired as you are, listening to you know the injuries and look. I mean, me and Steve looking from the outside in, obviously we're going to have a good chuckle at that. To be perfectly honest, I mean, yeah, you know, I think it, you, know <laughs> you, you come onto an Arsenal pod, so we're obviously going to have a little poke <laughs> exactly. here and there. But I mean, look, it's, it's a valid point. I think. Any club, if you take out, you know, those those core players, which were so successful for you in your championship winning season, um, any club's going to struggle with that at any level, whether you're, you, you know, whether you're defending a title or not. Um, I think you've really touched on a, a really valid point there, and that's the tiredness. It's something I've yeah. even looked at, you know, I've looked at Arsenal um, in the last few games. And I mean, look, we're a funny side to watch as much as you are this season. Um, well, actually, we've been funny for a few years, to be honest with you. Um but it is—it's kind of obvious that you know there's there's players running around with some heavy legs, uh, and I think that's going to have a knock-on effect to to most of us come the end of the season and the running. The one thing I just wanted to ask you, just purely—and this isn't me just you know poking fun at you, like I said, you're on an Arsenal podcast—but generally, is it is this one of the worst title defenses in the Premier League era? And I'm not I'm not saying that to be horrible. I'm just saying it's it is quite a fall off because you know. The, one of the biggest debates last season from an Arsenal-Liverpool perspective was, is this team better than the Invincibles, right? Um, which, no offence, I'm just going to let that, you know, water off a duck's back because it's not not comparable. Um, it's well, a it very, comes up every very season, good... doesn't it? it comes every, no. every, every team that wins the league, it always comes up, are they better than the Invincibles? Because they Can set I... such a thing. Can I just interject there before you answer that question? Yep. Um, I, I actually think our Arsenal's 2002 double-winning team was actually better than the Invincibles. Um, unpopular opinion. So I don't think it's actually fair. Because I think as, as good as the Invincibles were, we still fell short in both, in all domestic competitions. Um, yeah. Whereas Liverpool... But I, I, do, and I do think that, yeah, that team's up there. Um, but yeah, carry on, sorry. No, it is. No, 100% is. It's like the, the Man City Centurions as well. That's up there. Has to be. Uh, it's an incredible achievement. Oh, yeah. Do you um, think the standards not as good, or do you reckon we just sort of look at it through? Maybe we're a bit jealous. In in terms of, do you think like when we were dominating back in like the eighty thousands with Man United, we were like 
leaps and bounds above the rest. Whereas now mm. it's sort of like Liverpool and City are out there. And we're sort of left sort of scratching our head thinking, oh, well, you know, the competition's shit. Um, I definitely think there's, you know, since then, I mean, that's a long time ago as well. I think we said, Steve, you know, it's 15 years ago. You know, when you look, when you say that, that lasts a very long time to, to not win the league um, for someone like Arsenal Football Club. But I think from that point of view, it's the game is is definitely equaled out for sure. And I think that started happening, you know, if you look at Arsenal maybe second 10 years around that sort of time, I think that the amount of money that's in the game, the amount of coaching, um, you know, it's, these are professional athletes now. They're not just professional footballers. Uh, I just think the conditioning and all that sort of stuff and the training that every club gets now. Uh, everyone's got great facilities. Everyone's got a great pitch to play on, except Burnley. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone's got, you know, fantastic training grounds. Look at Leicester City and the investment they've put into theirs. And it comes down to being smart. You know, the technology... Margins f- the margins are a lot finer, aren't they? They really are. you finding are. that a lot more? Um, sorry to interject, but like teams, rather than buy... A player for thirty million or something like I, I don't know. Say say like a Burnley, they mm. won't go out and buy a thirty million pound player, but then they'll put thirty million pounds into their training ground. Mm. You're seeing that a lot more now. But um, clubs mm. are putting more money into their infrastructure than they are into signing players. Um, mm. I think it's just because it, it, they they're seeing the value in keeping your players injury free for so long. I find and. Yeah. Especially with the season, what it's been like this this year, it's just game after game after game. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's been like, oh my god, there's no football on, and it's been a it's been a bit of a relief this week, uh, these past two weeks without a game for Liverpool, because um, it's just been game after game. That sounds so um, familiar. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do, I do hate the international break though. It's a, it's about yeah. as exciting. Oh, yeah. It's about as exciting as the Mexican wave. Um, Without sort of going off topic, uh, going back to Calvin's question, because I'd love to know what, what you what you think about, um, you mentioned, uh, is it like the worst title defence? Mm. I mean, it's worth be- you know, me- bearing in mind that, you know, when, when Arsenal sort of went, when we won the double in 98, and then we were double in 2002, and then we went invincible in 04, we never retained it. Um, in 99, we blew it by one point. Mm-hmm. Um, in in 03, we completely capitulated right in the season after, after being top for about five months. Mm. Um, that season still, uh, <laughs> that that year, I still remember so well. Um, mm. And then after we went invincible, Chelsea came along. So you look at that season, and Chelsea was like, you know, in a normal year we'd have won it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, it, it didn't happen for us. So yeah. Going back to that, what, what do you think? It's 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 uh, a terrible title defense, or do you think that all things considered, it's been a very difficult year? Like like we just said, really, Steve. Any other year without the injuries, maybe I'm not saying yes, we would have won it, and as much as we did last season by that many points, but I think we definitely would have been up there, fight challenging with City. Um, but these things happen, and regardless of. We've, we've, we've lost three defenders or we've lost Henderson and Fabinho for a bit. You still can't lose games at home to Burnley, Brighton and Fulham. Fulham. Yeah. Like, it's, it's interesting, it, isn't it? How, with, with, yeah. how since you lost that first game at home, the wheels completely came off. You know, yeah. you, you didn't lose at home for, what was it, three years? And then you've... Mental record, yeah. And then you lost to uh, Burnley, Brighton, City. Yeah. 
Um, I can't, there's, two, there's a few more. I can't, I can't even remember. Just, uh, we drew at home good... to Newcastle. We drew at home to West Brom. I mean, West Brom. They're they're getting relegated, and we we can even beat them at home. I think it's. Um, I think from, from the way I look at it is this: like, I think you have been lucky with injuries, but then like you look at yeah. like the Premier League, like Leicester as well. Leicester have had the same sort of issue, and they've Leicester not have been pretty they've decimated, not, and they don't sort of complain about it. So I think in in many respects it's a little bit of an excuse, but I also think like, you can't um, underestimate how much Jordan Henson does for Liverpool, and having him in in defence is such a loss, even though he's on the field. Like he's such a big player. Um, yeah. And I think Thiago hasn't really been the player that you wanted him to be. No. Um, I have. I don't think he's been able to be that player. I think, yeah. like, like from listening to like other other podcasts and stuff, and from what I've seen, I think I think Klopp had like a plan this season of how we were going to change the way we played. Probably not as press as much because you you always hear about this famous press with Liverpool, and I think he was taking a step way back from that. Um, I think with Thiago. And if you look at how relentless you've been, that. yeah, I think if you look at how relentless yeah. you've been, like uh, we spoke about it before, like Man City went toe to toe with Liverpool for like two or three years, and last season they dropped off. Yeah, and this season City dropped off last year, and this is sort of Liverpool's year. Like to maintain that intensity is tough. Like it just doesn't happen, and I think it's. I mean, I didn't expect the wheels to fall off so much in oh. terms of you know where you are and, and the results you've had. Um, and I think I actually think your biggest loss this season was Jota because I think your front three yeah. were just kind of firing. Uh, I don't know. They were just they, they just all completely seemed broken. And, and Jota uh, was such a great player. Very jealous of that signing actually. I yeah. love him. He's he's exactly the sort of player we could do at the Arsenal. And then when he got injured, I think that was actually bigger than Van Dijk. Um, and I also think like their Liverpool sort of uh, transfers have been a bit weird. Like. If I mean Jamie Carragher said it, he said if Liverpool are in the league, they've got to go out and buy a proper defender. And they and they, they he did bring some people in, but not no yeah, one we have, of a high standard. Um, other than Jota, we haven't really brought anyone in who could make a challenge for the first eleven. And I think that's what we needed. We needed. Um, I've always believed you buy from a position of strength. I mean, Ferguson did it countless times with mm. United. I mean, we didn't. He, we actually didn't at Arsenal. That's why it always sort of. If you look at our signings, yeah, every time we won the league, we never. And and you look at what United did that summer, or Chelsea did. You can see why, you know, um, it's it's interesting. I I think. Sorry to cut across you. I'm terrible for this, but I think Liverpool right. lost their fear factor. Like I remember yeah. when we played you in at Anfield. And, and this says a lot about Arsenal's mentality. And Calvin will, will, will I'm sure, will have something to say on this. Like when we when we went to Anfield and lost three one, we were like, oh wow, we only, we only lost three one. Not bad, lads. We'll take that. And it's like we're Arsenal Football Club. But you look, not just this season. I was looking at some of the results before we did the podcast, and we have taken some serious beatings in recent years. I remember the five one in like mm. was it like 2013 when we were in that when Erzul oh, we Yeah, I remember. We were, I remember like, we were top of the league at the time. Yeah, I, I, I was at Sainsbury's. Oh my god, is this happening? I had, I had work at like half two hours at Sainsbury's and it was like 12.15 kickoff or something. And I, by the time I got to work, we were like 3 0 down. <laughs> and and, and we, yeah, we've just been had we've had we've been handed so many like fractions from Liverpool. So to go there and be like, oh, we got we got away with a 3 1 defeat is sort of like it shows how far we've fallen. Um, but I think you've lost that fear factor. It's gone now. Teams, I think, yeah. just think, oh, fucking hell, Liverpool, we can we can get get these. That's the yeah. thing. Um, we- 
um, with the games against um, Burnley, Fulham, Brighton, etc., we watched the game and we knew it was coming. We knew that we were going to lose or we weren't going to get the result because it was just the, the same thing every week in, week out. The same, like, pass it around, trying to get in the box. Cross goes nowhere. You know what's crazy? Sorry to cut across. I just find that awesome. what you've literally just said there is exactly how every Arsenal fan felt up until that Chelsea game at Christmas where we were just, we were going into every game and I don't know about you, Steve, but I just felt like I know what's coming. I know what we're, how we're going to play. I think we, you know, when we first started doing the podcast around that time, you know, there was, I think you maybe missed one game and you asked me how it went. And I was like, how did the last seven or eight games go? I don't need to tell you. Um, you know, I could just say, you could do a match report about Arsenal and just change the team name and it was the same. Um, played poorly, didn't really look good going forward, lost the game. That's just how it went chance. for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's just how we it just went. Didn't... Yeah, it was bleak, wasn't it? But I do like your point about Thiago because uh, I think he has taken some some slack this season. Um, obviously, look from the outside, you always poke fun out of a, a big you know a big name signing if he doesn't do yeah. well. Um, you know, I think that all, some of the posts um, in the week from Arsenal fans were around you know Bergy was a waste of money and all this sort of stuff that Burkham was perceived to be a waste of money when he first joined. Um, obviously, we all know how that ended up, but. You know, it's it's hard to judge a player like him when you've had to move so many, you know, chess pieces around the board to make to make your start an eleven. You know, it's not, you know, he's not playing in the ideal system. He's probably not even being, you know, popped into the the tactical position that you prop, you know, acquired him for in the first place. It's just a case of, you know, we're having to plug gaps at the minute and we're just I mean, trying to send some of his tackles. Fucking fucking hell. Really? <laughs> fly, yeah, because because he's not used to it, because he's played for teams like Barca. And Bayern, who are dominant oh, on the ball, they get the I bet they have about at least 70% possession per game. And mm. he's fly, he flies in. And this is like five minutes in the game. And like, I'm quite surprised he hasn't been sent off yet, to be honest. And it's, it's not because he's a bad player. It's just he's not used to doing that. He doesn't do that in the, the nitty gritty. You, you give a Henderson or you give a Fernandinho or in your case, a, a Xhaka, you give them that job. You don't give... Thiago it and then a few Liverpool fans have been like um retweeting some like old clips of Thiago with um Bayern and he's not the player who sort of gets the ball back. He he's the he's the first player you look for once you've got the ball and then he starts the attack. Like so, Sandy Cazorla really, used to be at Arsenal. Yeah, like he hasn't really had to do that, go in, get the ball himself. So and you can just tell, like, his, oh, his tackles. I've got a heart in my mouth every time. <laughs> I mean, at least, at, least, at least he tries. Granite jacket, the sort of flimsily, well. frozen leg. Oh, he missed the tackle. The amount of, the amount of goals we've conceded or, like, counter-attacks from him just... But then, and then he either misses it or he fouls him. Never, never... Doesn't quite... The, the, the concept of actually tackling is sort of lost on him, you know? So... It's frustrating, isn't it? Um, but he, he is Thiago, is what? Is, in his, is he like 30? He's not. I think he's, I mean, he's coming into 30. I believe. I mean, we, we say it's old, I'm 29. Um, but it's not in football terms that sort of, you know, yeah. come, you come in. I mean, some, sometimes it can be a prime. Um, I think it was a good, yeah. I think it was a good signing. 29, yeah. Uh, 
I take him. I take him over from Granny Jacker. Like we've got, I think we've got a really good. I mean, it's no. I put on my uh, Instagram story the other day. It's no coincidence that since Granny Jacker has arrived at Arsenal, we've 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 only had one year in the Champions League, <laughs> and that was his first season. Since then, not been in it once. <laughs> it's like it's obviously not for him. He just doesn't fancy it. Doesn't fancy <laughs> it. So, um, but no, it has been a big loss. And I think you know it's it's a weird season as well. And I think City had like a yeah. good last season, and they've come up really strong. I think. I mean, Arsenal were completely written off from day one. We never expected to win the league. Um, my only, we spoke about on the podcast, like before Christmas, like my only concern was Tottenham winning the league because, yeah. you know, there was that sort of talk about it. And I was like, anyone but Tottenham, anyone but Tottenham. And then Man United crept up and I was like, oh, I don't want them to win the league. So, like, I was sort of like, as much as I hate Liverpool, I'd rather they win it again. But then we, everyone sort of, it was almost like we forgot about Man City. And we're like, oh, God, yeah. Who's that team? Eh? Well, they had a bit of a rough start, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they were poor. Yeah, 100%. they've come from they've come from like you know out of nowhere and just completely just walking it now. They're way out in front. So that's enough direct Liverpool chat for an Arsenal podcast. Uh, I think uh, let's move on to the more important stuff. It's good, it's good to be diverse, though. You know, until what's very diverse. But obviously, we've got you on because. I don't even know when this happened, but when did the game get moved? My old man texted me about this, and I'm glad he did because I didn't have a clue that it moved from Sunday to Saturday night. Um, I always thought it was Saturday night. Did you? Oh. Bloody Sky TV, man. I mean, we're all home, you... so does it, does it matter? Yeah, to be fair as well, with the with the way it's been this season, I mean, kickoff and days, they literally can be any anything this season. I know, we're, we're a really weird time on Saturday, aren't we? We're at 8 o'clock. I mean, 8 o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, look, I mean, it's not the... In lockdown, it's not the worst way to spend an hour. So Sunday half sevens, which fucked me off, man. I can't oh, stand them. They ruined my, yeah. and it's usually Arsenal ruined my weekend. It <laughs> was wait. for a while. Yeah, so it's, it's getting getting into the game. Um, come to you first, Calvin. How are you mm. feeling about it? Are you feeling confident? A million dollar question you ask me every. You're gonna sit on the fence, uh, Jack. Jack, just a little bit of context. Man's got a sore ass from sitting on the fence. Splinters, mate. <laughs> just sits on the fence all the yeah. time. But it, it is though, isn't it? Like when you look at how we've been playing all season, and I think you'll probably feel the same about Liverpool, Jack. You don't really know what you're gonna get from your club mm. um, on any particular game day. It's just a case of look. Historically, I'd feel confident being an Arsenal fan going into most games. Um, but obviously, that, that's been eradicated quite quite heftily um, over the last number of months. But going into this game at home, it, it is, it's the only place to sit, Steve, is on the fence because both teams, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, to be honest with you, Saturday night could be anything you want it to be, literally. It could be a drab nil-nil. It could be uh, a high score, you know, draw. It could be a landslide for Arsenal. It could be a landslide for Liverpool. It, I, I honestly have no idea what to expect of this game. Um, the only thing I always hope for going into this kind of game is that we're, we're competitive. Um, and it would be nice to see Arsenal really take it to Liverpool at home. Uh, instead of having, like you, you mentioned earlier, we've kind of had that fear going into playing the likes of Liverpool because, they, you know, they have dominated us um, for quite a while. Um, you know, like, we're not at Anfield. And like you said, losing 3-1 to them was seen as a bit of an achievement, which is not great. I think that's being incredibly polite. I think it's fucking embarrassing. Can I just actually. say, I would never expect an Arsenal fan to say anything like that. Like what? Like three, like three ones are like, oh, that's not too bad. Sort well, this thing. is how low it got for us, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've literally gone off a cliff. The, the theory is that you're going to get 
because we've had so many kick-ins, you know, you look back, like we've actually back when I was like in the early 2000s, when I started watching football regularly, like we used to beat you quite a lot. We, we, yeah. we, we, we recorded some really us. great wins at Anfield, like, but in the like on a tens to the recent day, like, you know, it's either going to be a, a close sort of Arsenal awesome nick it or Liverpool are going <laughs> to run away with it. Or it could be a 5-5, five five, honestly. So that's what, like I said, it like it happened recently. It's, that's how I feel. I feel yeah. that this game could really go anywhere, um, and it depends on who who turns up on the day. Um, so yeah, I'm going to gather more splinters in my arse, Steve. Complete, completely happen. didn't answer the question. <laughs> then, did you? you just said completely avoided. My deflection is uh, top notch. That is a deflection of the highest order. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what do you think, mate? What are you, what are your thoughts going into the game? Um, well. Regardless of form or whatever, Arsenal always Arsenal Liverpool's one of the, the big games. I mean, growing up, I'm a similar age to you, Steve. Um, growing up, Arsenal were one of the dominant forces, and you did used to batter us some games, but they, it was always a big game. Arsenal Liverpool always a big match. Um, mm. I think it will be a real test, to be honest, because we've had um, we've we've had Kabak come back in, and then Fabinho's gone back into midfield, and it. The side looks a bit more settled. Um, I mean, we've had the clean sheets against Leipzig and then, oh, I can't remember our last game. Um, Sheffield United, we had that as well. Um, so Arsenal's one of these, the top six now, where we've got this more settled side to see if, see how they cope, really. Um, my, my one concern is Odegaard because he's, he's come into a bit of form and he plays that sort of, he, it's like a second striker, sort of look like Foden, sort of thing. Yeah, um, like none of the Foden tore us apart at Anfield. I mean, City, City are excellent, but Foden was brilliant. And I think if, if Odegaard is in that form, he could cause problems. Um, you've always got your pace on the wings that um, that always give, give any defence a bit of a tough time. So, I'm not sure. I mean, we could go in and we could, could get an early goal and go from there. But then at the same time, so could Arsenal. You're, 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 you're a bit of an enigma in the way that you don't know who which team's going to turn up. And we're, we're very similar. <coughs> yeah, it's, so. it's very, <clears throat> sorry, it's very much a Jekyll and Hyde uh, season for both clubs. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, I'm, my throat has gone to shit. A gin's you know, already gone. To, the gin's already it's, getting to the guys. It's actually, yeah. it's actually old J rum. Uh, Admiral's old J rum cherry spice. They don't cherry. Us, I'd love it. Steph likes a cherry one. It's it's nice. It's nice with Coke, but it, I quite like with lemonade. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's good. Yeah, sitting on the fence is the only way to be when it's. You both have pretty much sat on the fence. I do feel like it's such an open game, and form sort of goes out the window because of international break. Yeah. Um. It, it really depends from an Arsenal standpoint. Like, it depends on our key players. Like, Saka has been incredible this season, but he's young and he's inexperienced and you're going to get inconsistency from him. Is he okay? For, just on that, Steve, sorry to cut across you. Not is he sure. all right for the game? I'm not sure. Yeah. I was going to ask about... He's not, he's not resumed. He's not, he's, he's not resumed training uh, yet. The, the, yeah. So, not sure if he'll even play. But then I think our issue is our key, is our sort of more senior players like Bamiang. You never know what he's going to do. He's had a really sort of hot and cold season. Um, Odegaard is is the beads there, man. That guy is literally 
unreal. Um, and the, the painful thing is, he's probably he's probably not going to join. We're not going to be able to afford fifty odd million, which they're going to want. Um, so he'll be at Man City in a few years. <laughs> but yeah, no, we and you know, I imagine we'll see a few Thomas Party long range shots that will probably end, end up in the the upper tier of the North Bank. I mean, upper tier, they'll be out of the ground, mate. Jesus <laughs> Christ, the way he's going on lately. <laughs> but it, yeah, yeah. I, it was interesting actually because they asked in the press conference yesterday, they asked Arteta what was the priority. And we've talked about it here, Jack, many times, whether it's like yeah. we prioritise the Premier League or do we sort of put all our eggs in the Europa League basket? And Arteta was very much like, you know, Liverpool is the priority, obviously. Um, but we'll see, man. We'll see that. We'll see, you know, what team. Well, I don't, think, I, I don't actually know what our best 11 is. Or what our strongest eleven is? It shaped like every time I sort of feel like, oh, this is our strongest eleven, and then like he sort of throws a curveball, and you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. So it's 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 really interesting. I think we have to be careful in the, te- in the our biggest issue this season has been the sort of like we don't really wake up until we're losing the game, or yeah. you know, like West Ham, we were three down, and we were like, oh, we better start playing now, and we can't do that against Liverpool because if you if you know, regardless of Liverpool season and the recent form, if you, if you if you go a couple of goals down against Liverpool, this game over, you know, they'll, they'll they'll see it, they'll see it out. Um, but but at the same time, you know, I'm always the optimist, and I think Liverpool haven't got that fear factor anymore, and I feel like it's it's a very winnable game. Um, mm. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. As long as we, you know, like God, this, this once again, like shows how far we've fallen. As long as we don't get thrashed. <laughs> but I think in many respects, though, our season is sort of over. You've got, you've got, you can still qualify for the Champions League, which I think you probably will get. I think you've got enough games. Whereas I don't, I can't see us getting into Europe. Every time we sort of feel like, oh, we, we might be able to make a run for the Europa League. It's like, we always fuck up and we always drop yeah. points. And it's like I think I think Arsenal have got a say in that the um qualification for Europe. 100%. Um I think I think I was looking, um, you've got a lot of the teams who are fighting for it. So um it could be it could be in your hands who qualifies, really. Yeah. Which will I mean, always makes it interesting. You look at our season, like we, we go to Leicester, who are a very good team at home, and we we played them off the park, we won three 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 one. Then you look at games like Wolves, where we completely dominated and we lose 2 1, and we, we end up with nine men. It's literally. Was that the Louise penalty one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it's... it a penalty? Yeah. Wasn't it a penalty? Yeah. That, that was ridiculous. No, but even the problem was, even if it was a fucking penalty, what the fuck are you sending him off for? It's not on purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not as if he's. That was, that was the gripe for me. It's just. Don't... But then we could. But then we complete, completely capitulated in the second half, though. So that sort of, it shows a lot about the mentality. Um, I do feel like at Arsenal, we are, I mean, I, we all say we're in a transition and we're in, we're in a decline and we're trying to get back to where we were, where we need to be. I don't really know where we need to be or who we are as a club. I, I saw a video on YouTube that was published four years ago talking about the, the decline of Arsenal. That's four years ago. And mm. you look at it now and think, we're actually... You know, we were in decline then, and you look where we are now. Um, and I do, I don't know what how you feel about Liverpool or, or looking in from an outside perspective at Arsenal, but I feel like, you know, we aren't feared by anyone anymore, and we are more of a laughing stock. And it's, it, I, I assume it's, it's embarrassing. It's not good enough from a mm. Liverpool perspective. Looking out, what what are your thoughts on on that? On on, on like Arsenal's general as a club. Um. Oh, uh, you see a lot of comparables with Liverpool in the sense that you've had you had your glory years. Um, mm. um, 
they, they um, a lot of it is linked to Champions League qualification. I mean, you had that year in, year out, and then that stops. Mm. Um, and once you're out, it's a lot harder to get back in, as we we well know as well. Um, it's a tough one, really. I mean, when you say about laughing stock, I mean, it doesn't help when you've got things like Arsenal fan TV all over and. I mean, Liverpool have got a couple of fan things, and I, I can't stand them personally. The Anfield agenda cracks me up, the Irish guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you've not watched him, Calvin, go and watch him. He's so... F- when Liverpool lose... I know, it's I shouldn't. Dreadful. It's a bit mean. It's quite, it's, I do quite like watching him, though. Because let's be fair, last season, Liverpool fans were bloody unbearable. Every You kept winning every week. Yeah. You were like, oh, it's a training session for Liverpool. So to yeah. see you all, the wheels come off... Um, but yeah, sorry, carry yeah. on. But, but yeah, with, with Arsenal, I mean, um, I think I think it's just it's just a bit of an enigma in the sense that you you can you always give the big six a game. You've always done that, but then you've got results against Burnley and West Ham where you just completely capitulate or you just do something really stupid. Are we a big um, six? I mean, you you talk of like success and history, then you'd say we we are we are one of the big, yeah, probably the third biggest club yeah. in the country. But you know, mm. Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal. You know, you can debate Liverpool, Man United, who's second, first. I don't care about that. But then, but third place is Arsenal, undoubtedly for, for what we've won and achieved. Um, you know, Chelsea may have won a European Cup, so they've won a few league titles. But in terms of you know, as a whole, those clubs don't come near Arsenal. I don't think Chelsea no. are far away anymore, unfortunately. Dare I say that? Mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, they've bought they've bought all that shit, there, haven't they? Yeah. But um, I think I, I always say with Arsenal, there was the FA Cup final you won with Wenger. I always believe Wenger should have gone. After we that. all know that. No, which my one? Which, yeah. which, which one? Always said there was, there was, there was one. the second one, wasn't it? The Villa one against Chelsea, two-one. Aaron Ramsey. Um, the Chelsea one, do you think? Yeah. Oh, you're about yeah, the whole one. There was there, there, there was uh, three of them. Was I thought there was Villa and there was Hull, wasn't there? There was there was Hull. Let me win it against Villa and then Chelsea. Um, I mean, one thing I would say about Arsenal, in, and we, and it and it reminds me of sort of early two thousands Liverpool, where in terms of like the Premier League, you were never anywhere close, but you were a good cup team. And mm. we are very much like that. We are like the Arsenal of the nineties. We are we're a cup team, and we do quite oh, well yeah. in the cups. You, you oh, look yeah. at us every be, season. I would, we, I would not be surprised if you win the Europa League this season. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, as a football fan, a lot of football fans would probably say, God, we'd give a right arm for the FA Cup. So in that sense, yeah. like, me and Calvin mm. talk about it on here, like, winning the FA Cup, was I love it. it. And it was great winning the FA Cup in August. Mm. Um, record 14 times, you know, you may have six Champions Leagues, but we've got 14 <laughs> FA Cups. So there we but go. It's, um, it's a day in the sun at Wembley. What can, what, what? what that's what you remember, that? once That's what you yeah. remember. Uh, no, no, one, re- no one remembers days. finishing top four. People remember trophies. So exactly, it's not all it's bad. Only, it's only one top four fight I really, really was happy about. Steve, um, speaking of this, and it's one I celebrated very, very uh, heftily, should I say? And that was our last game at Highbury, mate. You know, Pippin Spurs on the last day, and it was obviously Lasagna Gate Central um, over at West Ham. <laughs> that for me was was. It was really, really good, um, you know, to do that on the last day at Highbury. Yeah, don't get me wrong, imagine winning the league and your last game at Highbury, that'd be incredible. But yeah, I, finishing top four for us was just a given. We just expected it. Yeah. Um, 
we're, we're so far off that at the minute, I feel, just as a club. Um, it, what, it, what it kind of reminds me of looking at Arsenal is, I remember always looking at AC Milan. I know, look, this is we're going into a different league altogether, but everybody used to say, you know, AC Milan were a fucking dominant football club, you know, late 80s, 90s. Um, and then they just turned into this sleeping giant. Like, they they fell out of the Champions League. Quite, they haven't been in the Champions League for, for a while up there, I don't think. Um, but they were always I that kind of... it's been a long time. Yeah. Since. But, you know, I've always compared Arsenal and Liverpool, you know, to be quite similar clubs, like you said earlier. And the only difference is, yeah, we're a good cup side domestically. Uh, but the one thing that we've never been, uh, in my opinion, is, is a good European side. Uh, we were consistent when it came to being in the Champions League, but you know, I'd love to know out of those twenty-one seasons, how many times did we get knocked out at the first knockout stage? It was, uh, it got to the point where when we it's actually, Bayern. it was every, yeah, <laughs> Bayern, Barca. We used to come up against the same lads every time, but it, you, you know, when we you actually dropped at, out, you even look at the Invincibles that era. Like we never got that far either. Like in like the 2002, three, four, five, it, we always yeah. fell short. We've never been, yeah, we've never been a great European side. And that's one of the things that does annoy me because when I look at, you know, Liverpool, when, you know, you said earlier, you dropped out of the Champions League, it took you a while to get back in there. But yeah. when you were in the UEFA Cup, you won it for a start. You always did very well in it. Um, it's funny because you said that you'd feel, you know, there's a good chance of Arsenal winning the, the Europa League this year. For, yeah. for all the reasons I've just said and how we are in Europe as a team, I, I don't have much confidence. Obviously, look, I would love it. I would. I'd love us. I'd love us to win the Europa League more than any anything else um, at the minute. Obviously, not the league, but you know that's just so far from reality that I don't even it doesn't even cross my mind anymore. But yeah, I'd I'd, I'd give up the last two three FA Cup wins for one Europa League um, because I did. I know Steve's shaking his head, but for me personally, it's I you know we know what it's like to win the FA Cup. Steve, we've never really experienced winning you know a major European title uh, and, and it's I'd qualification to it. Champions League. That too. I, I would, I would love to win it. I will say though, I can't. I don't know if my mental health could deal with a Man, a Man United final. I, I just couldn't bear losing that. It was just being like you know. You look back at like, you, every club has it. You look back at certain games that you've lost, and you sort of just it's painful. Like you know, we've had plenty. I'm sure you, Jack, you've got plenty of games you look back like that season when you should have won the league in like yeah. 2008. We've all got them. Every club has them, and. It would just be another. It's like you know when we when we lost the Europa League final to Chelsea, oh. just completely brush under the carpet. Yeah, brush it under the carpet, and it's and I just don't want it. It's sort of that that fear of you know. It would just be idea. the same thing. It, honestly, we, we, I, I, it's the same thing, Steve. Because I think look, United look like they're going to finish in the Champions League qualification, as did Chelsea that season. This game means far more to us if we get there than it does for them. The same with Chelsea. Um, you know, they just be like pissing on your bonfire. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. We've already had it done recently enough. It was shit. I fucking hated it. It was embarrassing <laughs> to lose any game four one's not fun, but final. You know, the worst thing about that is it was literally full of Arsenal fans as well, which, which says a lot about the size of the clubs. It was like apparently, like in Baku, it was all it was all Gooners. So mm. says a lot about. But so, it's, oh, it's similar to us with that was shambolic. <laughs> Similar to us with the with the Champions League against Spurs, we we, we were all like, oh, we cannot lose this. Oh, we we didn't, felt the same, mate. We were Spurs. right there with you. I have never, yeah, ever, not, ever. I was like, oh, like oh, just just because it's another English club and it would be their first. Horrible. And it, oh, they just be 
I don't think we'd. I, I was like, I don't think I'll be able to cope if we lose this. I, I didn't watch that just... final. I didn't I watch that final because I couldn't bear the thought of Tottenham winning it. So I, I went and made spaghetti bolognese and watched some Jonathan Creek, <laughs> and just sort of glanced <laughs> my phone every hour to sort of see because I was like, they cannot win this. Nah. <laughs> no, I've never felt more fear watching a neutral game than that. And I tell you what, it's the only time in my life where I genuinely, genuinely, 100% supported a different football club than Arsenal. Because like you guys said, like it was bad when Chelsea won the Champions League before us, but you can kind of let it slide because they just yeah. had you know wealth just pumped into them. So yeah, yeah. kind of let that slide. But fucking hell, if Tottenham would have won that, I, 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 oh, I, I just think, I, I couldn't think of anything worse than that, to be honest no. with you. you I'm so happy just, that they didn't. It, it, yeah, the, the, it, it's not even worth thinking about. I think I'd have had to, I think I'd have waved the white flag and been like, football's not for me, lads. I can't, you know. Yeah. Um, That'd have been the final nail for Arsenal fans, wouldn't it? For sure. Final <laughs> nail. Right. The funny anyway. thing is, I actually, um, that week, because you played on the Wednesday against Chelsea. So I went to the, I went to my local pub to watch it and it was full of Arsenal fans and they were all like, we cannot lose, you cannot lose on Saturday. You cannot no. lose. I love how they say it's like you. Like, you cannot use. It's like it's on you, yeah. mate. On your shoulders, <laughs> yeah. mate. Drunk yeah, football fans, mate. You like, cannot, oh, lose, you cannot lose. Like, no worries, lads. I'll give you yeah. a gonna call. I'll tell, like, him, I'll tell him that Toby at the lose. pub said. Uh, John and Toby <laughs> at the pub said you can't lose. Boys, can just, not lose? just on this, because like you have it. Like I always have these moments, Steve. I'm sure you have them with your missus too. But my missus doesn't really watch football. Yours does, luckily. She's a little um, fan. Mine, mine always like. Oh, mine, mine are always. I've only got one. Just make that clear, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> getting married in September. Oh, Jesus. But um, no, my my missus always pokes fun at me. She's like, you always refer to it as like we are losing the game. She's like, are you fucking playing with them as well? Are you? And I'm like, no. That's just how it is in football, doesn't it? It's always us. Oh, yeah. It's always we. It's you and them, and it's never just you know. There's a really good Mitchell and Webb sketch. The guys from Peep Show. Have you seen it? And he's like. Uh, one's a Liverpool fan yeah. and he's like doing the we thing going we beat you and, the, and then uh, his, his response is like well do you remember when we were in like um, in, in Indiana Jones and he's like well you weren't there and he goes well yeah I like it so I was there <laughs> <laughs> so we, we yes we were in the pyramids it is I'm funny saying, though isn't it when you think I'm about it because it makes it, yeah. it makes sense but you're like oh, that's just how it is it's always us it's we you know it's, I'm it's, there it's I'm out there, there. It's, yeah, it's funny. When, whenever we lose, I deflect and go, what do you mean? What's, what's this me and we? I, I didn't play. <laughs> yeah, wash my hands of that shit. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, so um, moving on, moving along. We're going to do have a little bit of fun now. Uh, at, at both your expense. It's always fun for me. because It's mainly my expense every week, <laughs> let's be perfectly honest. So um, as, as the listeners may know, uh, Jack, you've, you've listened to the podcast as well. We appreciate that. Um, we have a weekly on this day. So I thought that for, for this morning's uh, podcast, we're going to do a famous Liverpool and Arsenal game. Might do one. I've got two. So we'll see how we go with the first one. And if, if, if I fancy it, we'll, we'll do a second one. Um, but we, you guys can go head to head. This is going to be points. Points for grabs. Please don't so, say that this, this, the outcome of this will impact the result tomorrow. No. Perfect. Good I don't, I don't believe in that sort of shit. Well, if so, you did, we are fucked. And there you go. I've just used the we factor. We so we're fucked. You're yeah. not playing. You're not playing. Okay. So 
So, are you guys, all, are we all ready? We're going to go. We're going to do this. Yep. Do you need to do like a pre-match warm-up or like a little exercise. Do stretches. <laughs> cut to cut to uh, Rocky. The Rocky steps montage. Okay, so I w- we'll kick it off with. I'm going to give you the date. Okay, this is the first point. I'm going to give you the. I'll read out the date, and I'll read is out today's date. No, I'll read out the date of the game. And then, like, whoever's first, whoever's first will be the home team. So if it's Arsenal, Liverpool, obviously at home, and Liverpool, or Liverpool, Arsenal, Liverpool at home. Or it could be a cup game. I mean, that's that's for you to guess. I'll give you the date. First one to get, get, name the correct score gets the first point, okay? Fingers on buzzers. I think I understand. <laughs> I, I think I understand what's going on. Okay, so. It's Liverpool, Arsenal, at Anfield. Tuesday. The 21st of April, 2009. Tuesday. So it was a 2008-2009 season. Silence. This is oh, all it's going to be. Look, I love this. Oh, there's someone's oh. come and joined me at my level of going, I ain't got clue. <laughs> <laughs> I, honest, I honestly thought there'd be a quick Hang response. on. So 2009, Tuesday night, it's going to be Don't a... be Googling it. I'm not... Wait, no. It's the season, it's the season that Liverpool... No, or, no, 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 it's no. Anfield. no, Anfield. It's a season Liverpool blew the title when Jared kissed the camera. This is mm. one of the results that I would say balls up your season. I but Tuesday night's throwing me. So was it a Champions League night? No, it was Premier League. I bet. It wasn't the four, it wasn't the Arshavin, was it? Yes, was it? it was. <laughs> there we go. The four all. Point. I've got a little, I've got my little pad here. One oh, to Jack. God. One nil Liverpool. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Because when you said Tuesday, I was thinking, oh, was it a Champions League? Same. And then I thought, no, it's a Tuesday night game. And then I remember remember the Arsenal game was on like a midweek. Yeah, it was. And it came out of nowhere, literally. I was like, oh. Yeah, this is is, is the season that Liverpool, you weren't very close. I think you smashed, didn't you smash Man United like 4 0 at Old Trafford? Yeah, that was when you said he kissed the camera. Yeah, yeah. It, it annoys me on a certain related subject. Around this period, like the season before, we should have won the league. Like they kept during this period, United won the league so many times, and like just teams fucking falling off. Yeah, bastards, bastards. Okay, so we're gonna go from goalie to attack. Uh, Liverpool. I'm, I've got, I'm just on the Sky Sports app. They, Liverpool played a four four two. It seems, and Arsenal. Uh, <sighs> It's sort of a four-four-two. It's one of those things, you know, like when you've got like a kind of attacking winger as a striker, doesn't really help. But anyway, so Jack, as I guess, you can go first. Who was in goal for Liverpool? Uh, I'll, I'll go with Rayner. There we go. Yeah, Jack takes a two-point lead. <laughs> Fuck. Right over to you, Calvin. Who was in goal for Arsenal? I remember this game quite well. Weirdly, I don't remember the date when it happened, but I do remember watching this game. Uh, We had not my favourite man in goal, Manuel Almunia. Um, It was current West Ham goalkeeper, Lucas Fabianski. You know what? He's pulled out the bag. He pulled out the bag. I wish I could cut to like a meme of those guys going, whoa. Yeah, crowd goes wild. We need those England celebrations at the last World Cup in Hyde Park or something. Okay, so over to Jack. Uh, can you name the four? The, we'll just do like the full 
Oh, I don't really know what Liverpool. Let's do. We'll just go four defenders because I don't know who's the full backs and the backs. I don't know. I don't know. Your research is outstanding. Great research. Yeah. <laughs> it just gives me the four defenders. Brilliant. Okay. Um, I'll go with Carragher. Yeah. Skirtle. No. No. Um, got two more guesses. Aurelio, Fabio Aurelio. That's yeah, a great yeah. Guy. I, never, I can't. Yeah, good guess. What a shout that is! I've forgotten about him to be honest. I'll, gi- I'll give you both one extra guess, so you have one option to get. And I'll you get five guesses out of four. Can I have five extra? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go with Kyriakos for centre back. No, you got one no. more guess. So you've got Carragher and Aurelio. You've got two other people. One of them I know, the other one I don't know. I think the one guy had like tattoos. This is giving me lots of thinking time. Glenn really Johnson? Like no. no. So it was Daniel Agger. Oh, Agger. Fabio. Fabio. Agger had tattoos, right? Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I gave you a clue there as well. Fabio, as well. Fabio Aurelio. Uh, Alvaro. Did you say Arbella? Did you say Arbella? No. No. Okay. Arbe- and then Jamie Carragher. So, yeah, you got two there. You got four points. Um, Steve, I really love how you just go full Paul Merson when you're trying to pronounce some of these names. By the way. It's brilliant. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm so English. I'm li- I struggle with my own language, mate. Okay, so over, over to you, mate, for in the Arsenal corner. In the Arsenal, here we go then. We've so, got... Okay. What do no, we have? Yeah. Two full-backs, two centre-backs. Right, we'll start with four, well, so four at the back then. Cool. We're going to go Bakary Lasagna. Yeah. Right yeah. back. Yeah. Left back. I'm going to go with who I went for on the last one because it threw me and I got it wrong, and that's Kieran Gibbs. Yeah, spot on. Just, just to let you know, um, Jack, I hope you sort of opened a, a large period of time for your day because this could be a while. <laughs> Well, I've had extra could, thinking time this week. We and I usually get off to a good start and then just plummet. Pretty good job, it's a good job you guys have got a long weekend. Okay, that's two out of two. You're doing well. Three out of three listeners, please. Oh, yeah. Three. I mean, I'm talking defensively. Defence. Uh, this, this to make it 4-4. Four, four. Colo. Yep. This one's a bit different. I think I'll give you a clue. No, I, know, I, I think I know. If you're where you kind of give me a little hint, being a bit different. I think I distinctly remember some photographs because there's so many. It's quite a famous game, obviously. Mikel Silvestre. Oh, he takes a five-four lead. Ooh, oh. Come on. You know what? That's the first time you've ever sort of completed it. Well done. Yeah. Sagner uh, Torre, Song Silvestre. They've actually um, not. They've actually listed it uh, wrong. Yeah. Okay, Jack. Over to you, mate. Uh, so you got. Four midfielders. Give you, we'll give you five guesses on this one. So you there know, are. Got... No. 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 God. Gerard was uh, not in the team. Oh God! I'd have gone Gerard. I've, yeah. Yeah. No, not, Chewing, not, yeah. Not in the team. 
Sorry, Jack, but it's really great to see someone else on the podcast who's just as bad at me as this game, by the way. <laughs> oh, you just don't realise how, how long ago it was. You think how many players you've seen in a Liverpool shirt yeah. in your lifetime is like, that's where it gets confusing. The the early um, sort of 2000, 2005, 6, I'm quite good, but anything yeah. from like the nines to, to, to now, it all just anything. sort of goes into one, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yossi Benayoun? Yeah. Played for both clubs as well, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. So you've got three guesses left. Five all. Jay Spearing. No, Jay Spearing. What? You're probably thinking way out the box. They're quite. You'll kick yourself. Two guesses yeah. to go. Ryan Babble. Because he used to play on the no, mid. no. He's um, having a stinker here. Yeah. Well, I think oh, it's queuing for me at this stage, guys. I know. Thinking, How many guesses does he get here? By the way, he's got one, he get five one guesses. More. So he's got one more. He's only had uh, one out of four. He's only got Yossi Benayoum. Yossi Benayoum. Benayoum. Yossi Benayoum. Weird looking fella. Weird good haircut, footballer though. Yeah. Good footballer good though. Yeah, he was mm. strange haircut. Come on, Jack. Maxi Rodriguez. You've gone. Out, no. 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 So Liverpool's midfield, Albert Riera. Javi oh, Alonso. How did you not get Javi Alonso? Alonso? I thought he'd gone. Uh, Yossi Benayou. Oh, my years completely mixed Javier Mascarano. You know Alonso. Mascarano as well. How did I you thought get... they'd gone by then. Wow. There, there was that song, we've got the best midfield in the world. Javi Alonso. Yeah. Mama Soko. Javi. Mascarano and Gerard. Yeah, anyway. Cool. So that was a bit of a stinker. One out of so how many out do of I four. need to win this round? Well, it's no. five all. It's five all, mate. So you could take a four point lead here. Holy mother of God. This so is Arsenal. where it gets tricky, isn't it? Midfield at Arsenal. Arsenal's midfield. Go, go for it. Cool. You've um, got, we've got, as, so one of the strikers is more of like a midfield midfielder, but he's listed as a striker. So if you get him in this, I'll give you it. I'm. Well, look, I'm going to put our Shavin in midfield. He's a striker. He's a given. You know he scores the four goals. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's, that's He's a striker. So we'll give you that one. Fabregas. Yeah. The Snake, also known as Sami Nazri. Yeah. We've had a few of them over the years, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Walcott. No. No. Yeah. Fuck. This is where it gets tricky. I would have said Walcott, to be honest. He was on the bench, Walcott was. He got two more guesses. Alex Song. Yeah, yeah. Missing one more guy. Only... One more guy? Hmm. Fuck. It was flat now. Was he? I'd give you a clue, but you'd get it instantly. Go on then. Nah, it's too easy. All right. Um, fuck. Ray, Aaron Ramsey. Was, no, it was Denilson. Didn't it? Fuck off, Denilson. So yeah, it, it was, was uh, sideways. They've they've listed the squad. There was Song in defence and Kieran Gibbs in midfield. So they've someone wasn't doing their research. Someone so <laughs> I mean, you've you've actually won. Because it's nine five, but <laughs> we'll God. continue. 
Um, yeah, this, this, this would be Jack, the score of the game on Saturday. Who is your who is your two strikers, Jack? Um, Torres. Yep. And Cal Coit. Yeah, uh, yeah, spot on, yeah. spot on. Okay, and uh, you've only got one striker to name, uh, Calvin. One we, striker. You've you got Arsh having. Was it the man himself that day? I think RVP was injured on that game for some reason. Was that, oh yeah, he was with us at that time. Um, Lord he was Bentner. always injured. Yeah, it was Lord Bentner. Bentner. Yeah, Bentner, mate. So it's 10-7. 10-7. So, but extra points up for grabs. How many? Extra points. It has to be five points, doesn't it? He needs to be able to redeem himself. Otherwise, it's pointless. I don't really know how I could do it. Winner takes I mean, all. There's three points in it. And there's three goal scorers. But one of them's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't really know how we could do that. To be fair, I mean, unless you went to like we we could guess the assists, but that's just a minefield. Oh. We'll just call. We'll just say say uh, a ten a ten seven. To ten Arsenal, seven? yeah, of course we will. It's our yeah. podcast. So, we win it. Well done both. You did very well. To be fair. Um, so that's the best I've ever done. For shits and giggles. Can you can you this is the points are done, but can you guys remember who scored the goals for Liverpool? Yes. Because there was only two of them. Can Jack remember though? No, I can guess, but probably probably wrong. Take a shot, take a shot. Um Torres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um did Cal Coit get one? No. He did, he did um, assist two, though. Uh, did Riera get one? No. no. He got an assist. Mm, was it was it a sub or was it someone who started doing it? It was Yossi Benny. Yes, sir. And he played for both clubs. Oh. Mr. Benny. I, I, I want to do like a bonus round just for the sake of it. Well, what's um, the bonus round? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the Dude, bonus. it's just basically going to keep going yeah, until yeah. I really start to go off a cliff and lose, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, who is the referee? Okay. Oh, you know, I think I think it'd be great to touch upon the five the five all game. Uh but little bit of backstory for that one. I, I um Jack got me a ticket for that. Um because it was Steph's birthday. And uh, I, I could have got a ticket in the Arsenal end because it was her birthday. I was a bit like, oh, good I'm man. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to go with it. Oh, it was all only Arsenal would go to Anfield, score five goals, and not win the <laughs> not game. Win. I, I remember, I remember, I think it was Joe Willick at an absolute screamer. That's a man. And I saw, and my body sort of jerked, and I was like, yeah, even myself. even the Ox scored for us. It was like. <sighs> It was the wow. one game where Mesut Ozil sort of actually had a good game, but he was playing against like a Liverpool in the 15s. Um, and, really I, and I think Fabian, no, Martinez was in goal. Yeah. Even though he let five in, even though apparently he's a prodigal son. Sorry, Steve. In that mad kind of stat, though, when you think about it, that we've gone to Anfield on two separate occasions, scored nine goals and didn't win either of the games. That is mad. Do you remember the six three? In the uh, FA, uh, is that Carling? Yeah, Carling. Yeah, and then, I think Baptista scored. Yes, he scored four. Goals. 
He scored four. And then I think it was the same season was when we knocked you out of the FA Cup as well. This is back when we were good. Oh, so that's would... when Rizicki <laughs> scored those banger goals. That was a great, that was a great answer. I always remember um, Thierry Henry and Jamie Carragher having a bit of a sprint match. And mm, yeah, it was Henry uh, scored not a, a... It was yeah, a weird man. goal. It was a weird finish. I remember because he ran a lot, took on a couple, could, and then kind of rolled it under. It was could, a, um, he cut yeah. in from the side, mm. came across. Um, we've had some glorious wins at Anfield. I remember in the double winning season. Sorry, Jack. I know you love to hear this. In the double win, right. winning season, Van Bronckhorst <laughs> got sent half and uh, like, uh, the ten minute of Arsenal won. Uh, no, and Perez was the final the following year in the in the two years uh, in the invincible season. Uh, but there's, there's also been some horrible deceits. Um, I remember the the Owen, the Michael Owen FA Cup. Do you remember that, Jack? The 2 1. That was one of my earliest yeah. memories of Arsenal. Um, and then there was, yeah, and I, one was game I was at that game, and it's the after Barcelona is the second most depressed I felt. So, Look, so I, I'd never cry, but we like we, I've never seen a cup final actually. Tell you, I'll tell you what, yes, I have before I finish that sentence. I'd never seen a cup final so one-sided until we played Man United a couple of years later where we should have literally been battered that game and won on penalties, let's be honest. But it was we the complete opposite. We were terrible that day. Exactly. And it's just that game against Liverpool. We, I mean, any, any Liverpool fan will say it because it doesn't matter because you won on the day, but we absolutely battered you that game. On show should have been sent off for handball on the line. But look, yeah, that's, that's football. This is why we love it. You could literally be playing terrible and then just have 10 good minutes and you win the cup. Exactly. One of my um, the games that really pains me is that four-two Champions League quarterfinal in two thousand and eight. Mm. Oh yeah, um, when Walcott because we drew in the first leg at the Emirates. We probably should we should have won that we first leg, won. and 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 then Walcott ran the left of the pitch. We took the lead off because the RB scored a rocket. Then Walcott ran the left of the pitch. Adebayor scored two all. We're thinking, we're gonna, and then I don't. I think if VAR was round, I don't think that's the penalty. Um, do you remember that game, Jack? Yeah. Oh, just, having a, just having a look at some of it now because yeah that run that Theo Walcott run has got to be up there one of the most exciting dribbles I've seen from an Arsenal player when if you're watching it and you're like go on go on and you keep get, you're building up to the excitement and then he yeah. can get there and then square it for a tap in final boy or that oh, game would like stay to all that would probably be one of like, the most famous goals. One of my favourite goals, and it's actually from the, the shirt I'm wearing. Um we lost the game. It was that Vieira goal and it was when um Mellon no. Neil Mellon, lucky fluky goal, but Vieira did that incredible goal. Um, is, is there any games for you, Jack, that you sort of look back and with pain? There's plenty for Arsenal. Um, six one against Stoke, Gerard's last game. Oh, god, that yeah, was the that, one where Pete. Have you heard the story about that? Where I think Peter Crouch was playing for them at the time. I don't know if you guys listened to the that Peter Crouch podcast, but it's brilliant. And uh, he's saying, obviously, because it's last game of season, Gerard's game, big event, et cetera, et cetera. And they all went in at half time. I think it was 5-1 five, five, at half time yeah, to Stoke. We were shocking. And they all went in the change room. Nobody <laughs> said anything. And they all just burst out laughing. <laughs> I was like, I'd imagine that. Imagine that last game of the season. And you just literally were 5-1. That, that, that's just Liverpool, that is. Like, Gerard, club icon. Great, mm. one of the greatest players to ever play in the Premier League and then yeah. his last game and he gets fucking dick 6-1 the wheels had come off though hadn't it though like you you, yeah. really, you you blew the title was it like two years before and once Suarez, yeah, this was, Suarez this, was, went. this was the um, this was the shit year um, literally after the title we nearly won we were mm. shite this is um, when everyone realised that Daniel Sturridge wasn't actually that good 
Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like Suarez. You can't really build a team around Sturridge because he's always fucking injured. Mm. So, um, and then we went into the next season and a few months later, Rodgers was gone. But yeah, that, that game is horrible. Um, and he- Obviously, what about that, that the Champions League final that you did lose to AC Milan and um, Real Madrid? That Real, yeah. Yeah. I guess because you've Real... won it so many times, it's easier, maybe. Whereas uh, as an Arsenal fan, like that, yeah, yes, you lost I know, Barca, because... it's very painful. Like, it, like I, I can't watch, watch it without being like feeling yeah. ill. I mean, with the with the um, Real Madrid one, I thought we we played. Pretty well. I mean, Dejan Lovren had one of his best ever games for us. I mean, he was up against Cristiano Ronaldo and he kept him quiet for a majority of the game. But I mean, you could say on another day, if Carriers does decide to throw the fucking ball at the other team's striker or yeah. catches the other, but then there's that Gareth Bale wonder goal and you don't stop them. I'm just going to say that's brilliant. That goal, sorry to cross you there, Jacko. That that overhead kick from Gareth Bale for me is one of the finest Champions League final yeah. goals. I think that tops phenomenal. Um, it tops Zidane's volley against uh, was it Bayer Leverkusen years and years ago? Yeah. Um, I I think it's technically uh, sometimes even when you you know even you at that point were probably like, oh look if that's yeah. how you know, we're, you, you, know, do, we're you do you do yeah if no no one's stopping that it's a phenomenal goal we just it's just the way it is but. Yeah, that that, and then obviously we lost Salah early on. But I think that's that, game that's game a game of yeah, that's a game of what could have been really. So, I mean, I think every, every but, football fan has it. We like yeah. we talk about it all the time, like the seasons and the games where you think, Christ, like, and it's well, you've got one yourself with the Champions League final. I was thinking that exactly, yeah, Lame yeah, yeah, getting sent off and all that. I, I saw an Omri documentary I was watching the other day when I was working from home, and he talked about it, and it was literally like, oh. I can't, I can't watch this. It's literally, it's weird, isn't it? How like, even fifteen years on, you still there's still some games that I just can't like. Even like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just do you know, think, I, do you know how I look at that? It's weird, isn't it? It's weird how it has that sort of emotional effect on you still. Yeah. Do, do you know what I think it's kind of comparable to? It's like because obviously, look, football for us, we all love you know. Look at me and Steve. You know what? You know, Steve's forced me to put an Arsenal show on today. By the way, just so you know. <laughs> and it's just it's funny that he chose one that's. You know, synonymous to Arsenal, Liverpool. So did I. One of my favourite games is when we won two 0 wearing this shirt and Freddie Umberg. Oh, you lost it. Oh, jeez, yeah, we did Neil Manager just said. Um, but you know, I love this shirt because it reminds me of Freddie Umberg. So one of my favourite photos actually from way back when is you know Freddie, you know, running off to to the Arsenal fans in the corner after putting his two 0 up. I think we were down to ten men in that game as well. You know, yeah, Van, Van Bronckhorst got some. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was you know fantastic. We were great. But one of the things just on the the nostalgia pieces, I find football very much like music because sometimes you might not have heard a song for years, right? And it is going back to your youth, but as soon as you hear it, it just literally teleports you back to that time yeah. in your life, how you kind of felt around that time. And I feel like football is very, you know, you know, we're passionate about the game. We watch it a lot, but it's, you know, I, I can, we could sit there and watch a rerun if we wanted and it'll probably make you feel, transports you back to that kind of period of time in your life yeah. where yeah, I, I, I think it's very synonymous like that, you know, music and, and football for me. Um, yeah, it can just pop you straight back to I those mean, feelings that you had. Yeah, the, I mean, the season, the 97-point season, we were phenomenal, like, like, that season. And it was just, we were so close, but it, couldn't, any, get, couldn't get there. And we were any, so other season, any, any other season, any other season ever, like, ever. 
and it's, and it's frustrating because it, it's mm. a good debate between Liverpool fans because we feel we were better that season than the season we won the league because yeah. just the way we were playing, we were tearing teams apart. But it it was a great shame. Like for, I, we laugh about it, but from a football point of view, like I do feel yeah. like a certain sadness that you won it and there was no one there. Like I just feel yeah. like I mean we won the FA Cup and it was great. I mean we can't have a parade now, can we? It's a shame. Um, <laughs> it is a shame. That's that's football. I think I think, I think that's another thing. I think we've missed the fans a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every every club has lost has missed their fans, but I think we've we've. I, I don't know if it's it's Anfield. It's just apart I from Man like City because they ain't yeah. got any fans. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> they, that's why they win every week because they don't really that's make. That's why their motto is. They're used to it. Isn't, isn't their motto? We're not really here. <laughs> Yeah. Soon like that, um, but no, I think I think I think the fixture just for um, it's an exciting fixture on the calendar. Like having Arsenal, Liverpool, you look at Anfield eighty nine, mm-hmm. and just there's been so many like the, the, the FA Cups stuff. There's been so many iconic games uh, over the past. I remember, year. I remember one really early. Speaking of iconic games, you know, you said you, I've been to Anfield four times in my lifetime, and I have seen us get battered. Every single time, to the point I don't want to go there ever again, to be honest. But one game that I really remember, and it just always stands out with me, is the um, the Robbie Fowler game, and you know where he scored a hat trick in under five minutes. I was at that game yeah. with the young, impressionable. I must have been seven or eight around that time, I guess. But I remember that? that like it was yesterday. Hmm? What year was that? Well, we were wearing the shirt, Steve, um, that you've been trying to pry off me for the last number of months. And that's oh, the 95 <laughs> blew away shirt. Um, so, yeah, it'll be 94, 95 season, I believe. Yeah, I've been to Anfield four times. Uh, twice, well, three times what's the Arsenal. Uh, I went when we we beat them 2-1 when Arshavin scored. The 1-0 mm. when Schumacher scored the last one equaliser. I think Rayner dropped it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, th- th- I will say the view from the Anfield road end is if you're on the back five rows, you cannot see Jack Shiss. It's you, you, it's literally like watching a game through um, post box. Like it's really? yeah, it's t- it's terrible. And then I went obviously with Steph. I actually I actually went to a game with you, Jack, didn't I? You had a, you had a spare ticket for a League Cup game, a Liverpool Carlisle, yeah. and I came yeah, with oh you because I was like, I was like, why not? And, I, and I, I spent the whole dreadful. I spent the whole game thinking, come on, Carlisle, and I think I think you won on penalties. Yeah, and we played <laughs> a pretty high, like full strength team. We were shocking. But that was like, that was when we got to peak. Rogers needs to go now. Then, then we spent two hours in a car park trying to get out of an mm. absolute shit area. What a vibe! Yeah. What a, I bet I do think like when all the tourists go to Anfield, you know, because obviously football is, you know, unfortunately that's the reality of it now. It's all tourists. Um, mm. and they must go to Anfield and be like, Christ, what? And same with like Man City because that's in a really dodgy area. They must think, where the fuck am I? Well, Man City's can't not that f- bad anymore, is nah, it? No, nah, it, Main Road it, used to be. No, it is, mate. It's um, Steph, Steph's got um, friends and family up there. Not there, but local, mm. not far from it. It is quite rough. Uh, yeah, because when I think of, oh, not Main Road, what's it called? What is their stadium even called? City yeah, Manchester Etihad. Stadium. Etihad, yeah. De- uh, Ross Kemp did a documentary on the estate, literally like next to the ground. Really? Like, it's all, it's proper gangs, everything up there, mate. It's yeah. one of the, I have to say, it's one of my, more favourite grounds to go and visit just for the, the visual side of it. I do think it's an impressive looking stadium outside. I remember going there the year it opened, actually. That was our invincible year. Um, I always remember it because it got off to a comical start because Lauren scored one of the most ridiculous own goals you'll ever see. Um, but then I went back there a couple of years ago, obviously, and they have they expanded one of the ends and I think they're going to do the other end as They've well. They've got a third tier, yeah. Yeah. Have you, it, have you, have you been to the Emirates or uh, away days, Mutchak? 
Um, no, not really. I mean, getting away game tickets for Liverpool's like Gold Dust. I bet. Um, it's really tough. Um, even like because because when I go, there's a there's a coach in Worcester that drive, drives up to the games, and even some of those lads they got season tickets and they still struggle. Nice. And some that do go say it's tourists. Most of the away days. I mean, I don't know if it's the same with Arsenal, but away days for Liverpool, it's tourists going. Nah, I don't. I don't think it's yeah, away so, days. Honestly. Nah, no, not because you they're at their they fans are very good. I think they'll they probably be like five percent. Where are they buying tickets from then? Just third party people resellers. Yeah, I mean you you hear stories and stuff like there's people like who've got um got members' cards or tickets and they just sell them over the odds and then these mm. um tourists or people come over, hand over their passport and in exchange and then when they give the card back they get their passport back oh, stuff that like makes that. me sick that is that's that's yeah. the sort of downside of being successful mm. i guess i mean with covid mate they can't come over so <laughs> exactly <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be no one coming in for a few years today so you'll be absolutely exactly. fine. Um, no. yeah, i think i think i think i think it happens i don't think it's all that yeah like, liverpool fans are very good um and i think oh yeah with, yeah with the way tickets there's a supporters could be worse there and it used to be really easy to get tickets and now mm. last season was just like impossible so but it's it's more of a case of who you know it seems like instead yeah. of what you know but yeah man what's well, just a random yeah random note from from my point of view before we finish up there and that's just i'd love to get it from each of you what is your most memorable arsenal liverpool game genuinely um I'm sure probably we might all differ here. So, what's your most memorable Arsenal Liverpool game? Jack, do you want to take it, mate? First, I, I think go, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to Google so I get the right um, get this right score result. But it was the game at Anfield. Can't be that memorable uh, then. <laughs> it was, and it, no, I'm just I can't remember the result. Um, it was Salah scored. He did that amazing run and. You could just see Louise halfway through, just went, "Oh no, nah, fuck this! I'm not, get, I'm not going." I'm that not was the one where you were five nil up in fucking the half time, I think. Yeah, three um, one. That was the game. Um, oh, three one. I, I think it was near the end of the season in 2019. Um, or was it the beginning? We might have been the beginning. It was a really hot day. I remember I, I, I couldn't. I was. I think I was camping actually. I was trying to find a pub with Wi-Fi to watch it, and I found a dodgy stream and watched it. And yeah, we were phenomenal that day. But then there's also the the four one under Rogers. Well, it's been a few about. freshers, hasn't yeah. it, mate? It really has. Yeah. Just just because it was just like you said, you were top of the table. It was so unexpected. Skirtle scored two goals. Martin Skirtle who never scores. No, it's one of them. What about it, you? I think yeah. for me, it's not probably the most memorable games, but it was because I was at the game. It was that it was the two one in I think it was the 0809 season. Uh, it was a Sunday. Uh, it was a really memorable day for me. I remember I got off, I got we got we'd been on drinking all morning, and I was only like twenty at the time. I was a tw- and I was we were drinking all day. We got to Anfield, and we were on the road behind the cop, and I was going Arsenal, Arsenal, and this big scout and he goes, "Hey, shut the fuck up, knobheads." Sorry to butcher the accent. It, it was fucking because I was so drunk. He was about five yeah. big blokes, but because I was so drunk, and I thought it was funny. Anyway, yeah, we won the game. We it was one 0 down at half time. I think maybe Glenn Johnson or Kout scored. I can't remember. We were terrible at half time. It was a crap first half, and then yeah, Arsenal hadn't scored, and we won the game two one. Um, and yeah, because because I was there, and it was just you know, yeah. it was just great. It was great being in the yeah. away end. Uh, it, it, not, not probably the, one of the best clashes, but a game that. 
you know, I, I could have talked, you could talk about kind of the early Invincible games and those, but those seasons, I never really watched all the games properly. So, yeah. different for me. What about you, Calvin? It has to be the one I've probably mentioned earlier on. Unfortunately, look, I don't have that that experience that you do of going to to watch your team Anfield and win. Um, so it's going to be one that I wasn't there. So no, it'd have to be the the two nil ten men, uh, Freddie Yumberg. The you know two the red... was it two one? It's was just it such like yeah, it's just iconic, isn't it? It's two nil. Um, you know, Perez did his little jink. Um, you know, to get past, I don't even know who it was. To be honest, with you, I don't really care. And then squared it for Yumberg to 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 tap in at the near post. For me, you know, it's so iconic. That was peak Freddie Yumberg. That was a peak Arsenal team. You know, with the red streak, we all know it. Um, he was unstoppable yeah. around that time. To be honest with you. Uh, so yeah, that just you know the passion in him, and the, you know I just love that celebration because it's there's a great photo of him wheeling away just after he scored, and then there's literally down the left hand side of the image you can see the the Arsenal fans going bananas as well. I, just, I love it when you get it was it was two one. Was it two one? Was it? It was two one. I thought it was. Yeah. Well, there we go. I had to get something wrong when it came to history today. So <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you're consistent, mate. Yeah, very consistent. Just consistently shit, um, which is fine, to be honest with you. But look, guys, I think we should maybe wrap it up here and now, shall we? I mean, look, we've got an Easter weekend to go and enjoy. I don't know about you guys. The sun's the sun out as well. Shining. Yes, the sun is shining well. over here in Ireland today. Thank God. It's a bit chilly. Session. Though, session. Get on yeah, you're already on the session. Steve's already had about four rooms. I know, he'll be, he'll be going for a nap at two o'clock or something. No, no I'm in a little power nap, you know. No, no, I definitely think he'd be one for a tactical chunder as well, if he's out there. I've not drank for ages, actually, so we'll see. Here we go. Excuses. There we go. But look, as always, look, we just want to, you know, thank you as listeners for, for joining us on, on the In The Clock Hand podcast. Um, as always, you can follow uh, us on the social medias. You can follow Steve on Twitter. He is at In The Clock End. You can also find him on Instagram at the same username. You can find me on Twitter. I am at underscore the arse underscore. And our usual guest, Liam, can be found at Gronin Guna. Jack, no offence, I don't know what your social media code is, so I'm not going to share it for anything. No, that's all right. <laughs> Plus, no one will follow you because you're Liverpool scum. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we'll be back. Um, we haven't decided yet, but we'll probably be after the Liverpool game at some point early next week. Uh, but until then, look after yourselves, look after each other, and we'll catch you then. All the best. Okay.